This is an opportunity we're saying where you can use the things you know that your partner likes, the things you know that your partner sees as an effort, and you can do those things. And it's like Chad is saying, it's not a huge thing. It's just a small little message that says to your partner, you matter to me. I care about you. And I'm letting you know that I do. This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with The Real Emhoffs. I'm Angela Emhoff. And I'm Chad Emhoff. Welcome to the fourth in our series on dating your spouse. We're really going to break down in this episode some rituals and ways that you can continue to make this happen. We've kind of covered what are some of the challenges for pursuers, what are some of the challenges for withdrawers, why do we have this slow fade that kind of happens as we get married and life happens to all of us. And now we're going to really talk about what are the best parts of this? What are the ways that this can really transform relationship and make our relationship something new, something different? I think it's important that we kind of bring up this idea that we need to learn how to leverage the best part of our pursuer tendencies and our withdrawer tendencies to have the most positive outcome. I mean, there are a lot of great organizing pursuers out there that love to find out all the details, find out what concerts are in town, find out all the events that are opening. They have subscribed to the town's calendar of events and know when the details are coming up. We appreciate... Have a Facebook group that they find all this stuff. Gosh, pursuers, I just want to give you a shout out. We appreciate all the work that you are doing. Also, withdrawers, you are incredible. You are doing a great job trying to help your pursuing partner co-regulate some of that angst, some of that chaos. You're doing a great job adding humor, making them laugh. You're doing a good job bringing accuracy to the conversation, making sure that you've done, like Chad does, those consumer reports to make sure what's the right thing. These are important tendencies that help the relationship go well when we leverage them instead of pit them against each other. Yeah, I think I think one of the things that's really great about what we're doing is it's saying be intentional, not just about the fight, but be intentional about the connection. Be intentional about like, let's nurture, let's go on the offensive around our relationship and around our cycles even, and even our tendencies. So really this, this episode, we're just saying, hey, use your withdrawal traits, use your best efforts. You're, you're wanting to get it so right, having to be right, needing to be right, and, and bring that to the table with your partner. Use your energy that you have to kind of bring that to the table, bring it to the relationship, bring it to the to the dating relationship, and really come forward and, and the two of us use these parts of ourselves to kind of make our relationship great. Something that comes to mind is we just wrapped up our Take My Hand, which is our premarital program that we do for engaged couples. We were talking to them actually about sex, and we were talking about how studies show that you have a better sexual relationship with your partner when you're emotionally connected. I want to apply the same principle to dating, to having activities that you guys go together on. You have more fun at the concert when you're emotionally connected. You have more fun on the family bike ride, on the event, when you have checked in with your partner's heart. And so when I hear Chad saying, bring your best stuff to the table, there's this part of me that goes, you know what, if you've been listening to our Connecting Couples podcast for any number of time, you know with drawers that we say, hey, you do have a move and your move can be to check in with your pursuer's heart, to be able to say, 
hey, what's your intent around this date? I want it to go well. I know you want it to go well. And I just want to check in with your heart. Vice versa, for the pursuer to do the same, to be able to say to Chad, I'm not just planning a date, but also I'm planning a time for us to connect. And I just want to check in with you. How are you doing? It brings up for me something that I wanted to, to add to this specific episode, which is a tiny little thing that someone taught us early on in our relationship, which is to keep a short list of offenses, to not harbor resentment or bitterness. If there's been a fight, let's say, that wasn't resolved, or if the last time we went on a date, it didn't go well, and we never repaired it, those things can tend to taint our next experience. Mm. And so as we talk about how to do this better, how to develop rituals that work in your relationship for the better, then one thing I want to encourage you to do, pursuers and withdrawers, is to say, is there anything in your heart that you're still holding on to? Is there any resentment or bitterness that we could do a repair over? Now, I know that's a dangerous question to ask, but when you ask it, you know. When I ask Chad, hey, are you mad at me for anything? Are you harboring any resentment or bitterness? there is a good chance that he's going to come back with something that I'm going to have to apologize for. We're going to have to do a repair on. But when we do, we bond and we get that resentment out of the way for us to be able to have a really good experience. That's great. I mean, if we've got these bitterness or or resentments in us and it really makes it tough to engage, it makes it tough to kind of even want to try in some in some instances. So if we've got those kind of things hanging around, we really do have to say, how, how do I clear the mechanism? How do I clear the the junk out of the way so that we can we can engage? Yeah. Um, if I'm holding something against Angela or she is against me, there's no way that we're gonna have a good interaction that night or on any date. This, this whole this whole series is not meant to get you to go fight in public or something. So if there is work around that that you need to do, which you should be doing on a continuous basis, that it needs to be done so that you can enjoy each other, which kind of takes us to the next uh, thing that we wanted to bring up. It's okay for these date nights to be a ritual. When we were dating, I knew I was going to see Angela on Friday night. We were going to have dinner and we were going to go to an event and then we would come home or to her house and my house. Right. So it's, it's, we should have that. It should be a planned thing, whether that's a date and and a dinner and a movie or whatever the thing is, or if it's we go out and then we have sex or we have a, a sitter or whatever the thing is that you guys do that you enjoy together, yeah. man, I would encourage you, put that on your calendar. Yeah. And and maybe you're the pursuer who's got the calendar and got the 10 ways to organize it. But I want to encourage you to withdrawers, make sure if you want to succeed at this relationship, it's something that we need to be doing. And you can be successful at that. I want to give a practical tip there because Chad's saying put it on your calendar and we did a whole series, our marriage maintenance series, where we talked about, you know, the quarterly things, the monthly things, the weekly things, the daily things. And we did encourage sharing calendars, planning events together. But there's a a specific way you could have a personal date calendar that's like in your closet, hanging on your inside closet door, hanging in the bathroom closet or something where just the two of you see it and you can put down not only date nights, but physical connections, sex times and times where you can actually plan. You would be surprised how long you can go without a date or without physically connecting and you can forget that you haven't. There are times when we may have connected and we're a couple days going, did we do that the other night? Wait a minute, when was that? And we have to try to remember and go because we want to connect and we want to be intentional about going on a date. This last time that we went on a date that actually prompted this series, 
I can't tell you how long it had been since we had a date in our calendar and since we wrote it in. So being intentional, we have done a kind of a calendar that's taking us through the end of the summer. It's got like four months on it. And with a red Sharpie, I wrote date night three times once a month because I'm in this mode where we're doing what we're asking you to do, by the way. We don't just like throw stuff out there and say, you guys should do this. This is stuff we're actually practically applying to our relationship as well. You just said you wrote on a whiteboard with a red Sharpie. <laughs> oh, gosh. Was it a Sharpie? Because that's no. actually real commitment for me. <laughs> <laughs> that it, is not like her to put a Sharpie on a whiteboard. It was, in fact, a red okay. dry erase. Oh, well, then, see, that's But maybe erasable. I should use a Sharpie. So maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I'm not, I'm, I'm kind of just joking there. But I'm like, I think it is, it's that important. It's that important that you, you say, hey, I'm going to make the time in spite of all the other stuff, and and man, I've got 50 excuses right now on why I can't date my wife, why it would be yeah. better for me to go to work, or why it would be better for me to chill out, or why it would be better for me to work out, or why it'd be better, for, and I'm, I'm like, but all of those, none of those things really matter as yeah. much as my wife, and so I've got to find a way to say, hey, if it is red Sharpie, good, write it on there, make it intentional, make the effort, and don't let things interrupt it. And it's interesting when we were dating, how much we adjusted our work life, our family oh life, all yeah. of the stuff, we shifted it to see the person that we were looking forward to seeing. That's the big part here. If we could go back to that attitude that we used to have of even the excitement of getting to yeah. hang out. It was really great the other night for us to sit down with Avery and childcare at a restaurant, look each other in the eyes. We made a commitment even not to talk about work, not to talk about our next podcast topic, not to talk about... <laughs> I don't any... know if we did that, though. I don't anyway. know if we did. <laughs> at the end of the dinner, we were like, we need to do a this podcast be a con- about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, we should, we should talk so to people about anyway. this. So we did anyway. But really were intentional to bring something back that we used to have that was beneficial. It's why we got together. Man, you know, and gosh, I can't help but want to talk about stories of dating because it's like we literally both had lots of time, lots of of room to make effort for one another. I want to talk about that. What does effort look like with a married couple who has kids, who's busy, there's a lot going on, in a season where you still have to wear masks to go out, you still can't go, there aren't concerts, and it's hard going to the movies, any of that stuff. So so what does it look like considering pursuers, considering withdrawers, for us to be really intentional in a way that doesn't turn into a cycle? You know, there's a funny thing that you, you know when I do it, but it's like I'll put cologne on. I know that's a little effort, I but it's like, it. I, it's like, I just, I'm like one night mm. she's like, smells are important to me. I'm like, let's go to the mall and I'm going to get some cologne. And we literally went to the mall and I bought some cologne. Avery came with us. I'll tell you this. He used to wear cologne when we dated and I don't know if we lost it in the move or you just used it all. So then there was the season where there was no cologne at all. And the perfume that I used to use, it went out of. Like, got discontinued. Yeah, got discontinued yeah. tragedy because I really liked it. And so both of us went through like this not great I mean, we didn't smell bad we had deodorant on but, I'm <laughs> but like, we didn't it's not like we made an effort to smell good so we talked about that we had this conversation around well what what are you attracted to and what does that look like and i'm like man i used to really like that you smelled good and there was something about that that was like mm, he smells nice you know yeah. you know out there partners when your partner smells good how it's it's nice well and and i think i think that's what i'm saying and so the effort doesn't it doesn't yeah. mean 
And again, I like percentages. It doesn't mean that we shift from zero to 100. It means that, oh, I'm going to put some cologne on and I might put on pants. <laughs> I know that sounds <laughs> funny, but like I might put on something that that's, that's nicer than the gym shorts. When Chad gets home from work, if I haven't switched into my yoga pants and I actually still have on like a nice pair of fitting jeans and I'm making dinner, he's like, oh, that's nice. Or, you know, there's just this tiny little I'm like, effort. oh, are you going somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you put on your fancy yoga pants, fancy not pants. the ones with yeah. holes in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is this effort. Like he would put spray some cologne on when he was going to come and flirt with me and then come into the kitchen and say, hey, and then I smell the cologne and go, oh, he made an effort. He really is trying. Yeah. That's that's a 1% effort, y'all. But still, it is yeah. a little bit more than no effort at all. And I really know what he wants. When he does that, it's a pretty clear message. He is not putting cologne on for his own sake. He is not putting cologne on for someone else's sake, not mine. Yeah. He is specifically doing that because he wants to get my attention. And when he does, he gets my attention. That's a big deal that he, we're saying really makes an effort. There are things that I can do that I know he really appreciates. And we're not just saying sexual things or that's not the direction this is going. We're even saying little things that you know your partner likes. We can be as simple as he makes coffee for me in the morning and that's really a big deal. Or if I cook him breakfast or help him get out the door in the morning or if I wake up before he has to leave just to say good morning, that's a big difference. That's me showing him I'm still in this, I'm still on your team and you're still worth my effort. And it isn't, you know, we got a lot of mileage out of Chad's 2% effort or yeah, 2% yeah, yeah. different. A lot of withdrawers are like, that 2% thing I can incredible. get 2%. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's really what we're saying here. It's a tiny amount of effort. It's not that much harder for him to spray some clone. It's not that much harder for me to wake up 10 minutes earlier to see him out the door versus just letting him leave and not having that quick connect. Well, and that, that really what we're saying is it is a smaller shift than it feels like sometimes. Like, so when you say, what does effort look like? Yeah. Effort really just looks like put on the cologne, put it, clean out the side, clean out the passenger side of your car. Don't let the water bottle fall out when your wife get in. Or what, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it, it really yeah. isn't, it isn't a huge thing, but even the small efforts, even the small, um, you know, concessions, again, it doesn't have to be a trip to Tulsa for a concert. Yeah. We're saying, man, put on a little cologne and, and, and ask your wife to go to dinner with you and open the door or something that yeah. she appreciates. That's the key is knowing what your partner likes. So many times in these negative cycles, I'll hear partners say they're using my insecurity against me or they're using my words against me or yeah. there's like this negative spin on the things we know about our partner. This is an opportunity we're saying where you can use the things you know that your partner likes, the things you know that your partner sees as an effort and you can do those things and it's like chad is saying it's not a huge thing it's just a small little message that says to your partner you matter to me i care about you and i'm letting you know that i do yeah. and that goes a long way it really does and i mean 
you know, there's lots of things that we could use it as, as examples, but you know, the cologne or the, the getting dressed up or being the, be intentional about a date night or going to your favorite place, whatever that is, making that effort or making that intentional effort really does matter. And, and whether that means, Hey, cologne, or whether that just means I see your effort, you know, a, a, a pursuer saying to a withdrawer, man, I notice you, I see the work you do being thankful for that or, or, or a withdrawer saying, Hey, I really do value you. I see what you do, whether it's in the kitchen with the dishes or whether it's yeah. other places. And so making the time, making the effort uh, to say, hey, I appreciate what it is that you value, what it is that you care about, and then letting each other know. You know, that's I think that's what effort looks like. I'm trying to make it a little bit simple here because yeah. it could look like a trip to Hawaii or Tulsa or whatever the thing is. Those are great. You've got to really plan for yeah. that. And we're not saying don't plan for that. We're saying have conversations about what it would look like for you to have more successful dates, more successful yeah. trips, more successful interactions. That might mean you have to sit down and discuss some of the things you don't like, That some of the things that go wrong. Yeah. Maybe it's that the withdrawer says, I always feel pressure that I'm going to ruin the date and I'd rather not go. Not that I don't want to be with you. It's just I don't want to get it wrong. Or maybe the pursuer says, I'm just afraid we're going to stay home all the time and never do anything. And I don't like that. There, there can be some negative reasons why you guys have got into a comfort rut. But what we want to do is encourage you to have a conversation about coming back to that time in your relationship where you made a little bit more effort and it was really appreciated and it helped you connect better. That's what we really want to do, connect couples. Exactly. And so if y'all want to sit down in this connect point and, and talk about that, I would encourage you write down three or four things that you really liked that your spouse did and maybe three or four things that you think you could do and kind of share those lists and Go try to do those a few times a week. You could even kind of go back to that first episode of this series when we said reminisce about your favorite date and share why was it so memorable. If you can even reference that or one or two more, as we've done this episode, Chad and I have been now thinking about all these fun dates we had and all these good times we had. And so what we want you to do is think about some of your favorite dates. And what Chad is saying is write down a few of the things that made those dates memorable. Hey, remember when we did this? That was fun. Hey, remember when we both smelled nice? That was good. Hey, remember when we went to this place? We There was this place in downtown Bentonville that has amazing crepes. And one night we just walked around downtown and had a dessert crepe and sat down and drank some decaf and had just a great conversation. It was a good night. There was no pressure on it. It was spontaneous. It was organic. So we're like, let's do that again. Let's plan for a spontaneous organic yeah. time. Either way, that was well, a good time. Yeah. And and I and I love it, but so so that's what we're asking you to do is examine what works for y'all. You don't have to be Chad and Angela. Maybe it's not smells, maybe it's not crepes, yeah. maybe it doesn't matter what the thing is, but but kind of have some ideas of what are the things that work? What are the things that you like that I like so that y'all can pull from that and really engage with each other yeah. around the dates, around the things that that really do connect us. We live and we enjoy each other in the good times. And hopefully hopefully we have more of those. We need each other in the hard times, but man, the good times are so much sweeter when we know how to do it. If, if you've enjoyed this, I really wanna encourage you, like us on YouTube, give us the thumbs up, go to that Google and, and give us a good review. Give us five stars on iTunes or Spotify. We really appreciate it. Share us with a friend. And y'all, go have a good night. Go have a good date. Go Thanks have for a checking date this night. out. <laughs> <laughs>